The strong wind was howling and whistling. He was the first Chinese citizen to graduate from Yale University in the mid-19th century. I was born on the 17th of November. She had prominent features. Three of us were old enough to lend a helping hand. He navigated between two vastly different cultures and moved further to realize his dream and promote understanding between the people of China and the United States. Ye Mingxing was a native of Hanyang. I realized no danger. China is really awakening. Come and join us in discovering the incredible journey of Yong Wang in his autobiography, My Life in China and America. Check out the audible stories on radio.cgtn.com and all major podcast platforms. Just search for the podcast Books and Beyond and find My Life in China and America. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you live from Beijing. I'm He Yang. Good as always to have you join us. We can probably agree that domestic workers, such as housekeepers and nannies, don't receive the respect they deserve. We discuss how to squash the undeserving stigma in domestic work. Can a college degree help? And if Well, see if this is your situation. It can be frustrating when your spouse doesn't seem to care about keeping the house clean as much as you do. It got folks wondering how do couples achieve an equal split of house chores. For today's program, I'm joined by Li Yi and Ding Hung in the studio. First on today's show. Cleaning, washing, cooking, caring for children, and such other work carried out for an employer for remuneration is what domestic labor or home economics entails. Such work has traditionally been perceived as menial, manual labor with low occupational prestige. Recently, the first group of college graduates of home economic majors at Shanghai Open University is ready for work. And this raises questions. Does domestic labor require college education? Could a college degree help battle social stigma long attached to this work of domestic labor? Um, guys, fill us in on what's been taught in this home economics program, and who are the graduates? Lee, take it away. Yeah, sure. So when talking about home economics, I think many people would just refer it to clearing the house, a、uh, cleaning the house, but actually it's more than that.、Um, for example, in This Shanghai Open University, which offered an undergraduate degree in home economics,、um, the program lasts for three years, and it can cover a wide range of subjects such as home education, family health management, nutrition, and family financial management. And as you said, Huyang, this July, a batch of college pupils majoring in home economics has recently graduated, and this has attracted public attention. Actually, different from Other college majors, the class of 2023 in home economics had an average age of 45, with over 90% being women. And according to local officials of this university, there is actually a big age gap among the gap class of 2023. They have younger、uh, individuals born in 1995 and 1996, as well as older. Uh, pupils born in the 1970s or even in the 1960s. So it re- really raises the question: Do、uh, do we need a college degree in home economics? Because many people 
still believe that it's only about you know house chores, doing trivial things inside the home, but actually it's more than that. And actually, before there. Are already vocational study program in home economics still launched by the same university, Shanghai Open University, and the only difference is that for vocational study you can learn some very basic and practical skills in this sector. And meantime, if you want to learn more behind this、uh, practical skills, you can choose、uh, college majors. So that is the major difference. Mm-hmm. And home economics is a really good example of what we call how we address these perspective fields. Kind of matters because home economics, if I may just point it out in a really direct manner, sounds a lot fancier than、mm. other ways that we call this、um, industry in Chinese. So, Ding Hong, what do you think about this?、Um, This educational program, or shall I say, vocational slash professional program? Yeah, to me, I am not that surprised by you know by the emergence and birth of these、um, programs. I would、um, prefer to see them as、uh, you know vocational training program. But of course, you know when we when we talk about this particular program offered by. This college in Shanghai, I guess, it's more theory based as well. You need to、um, conduct a lot of、uh, theoretical studies as well, and that is good general to to these、uh, workers in the you know home services industry because、um, every industry,、uh, if you want to perform really well, if you want to be really Uh, you know, competent in this、um, in this particular industry. You, yeah. You, Can you, you just ask a you quick need... question, though? Yeah. You know, because we're saying, or at least in the Chinese articles I've read about, on the subject, they all say, "Oh, this is a college major." So that, for most people here in China, we would think, "Oh, somebody needs to pass the Gaokao or the、uh, gratuitous、yeah. and nutritious." A notoriously competitive college entrance examination, but this is not that not the case. Yeah,、mm. it's more like a community college、mm. level, right? In America, we have like associate degree. Yeah,、uh, so、uh, in in U.S. In, like yeah,、uh, if you graduate from community a, colleges, yeah, 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 yeah. That, I think that's the kind of degree that these these、uh, students are in Shanghai are getting. So, so it's more like a vocational training program, but. I feel it's pretty necessary to have a college major, a so-called college major in this particular case, because、uh, it's not only in Shanghai in that particular、mm. university, right? So far, about thirty colleges or other educational institutions across China have launched undergraduate degrees in home economics, and yeah, there is a debate over whether it's necessary, but I think it's necessary because.、Um, Because I would argue college programs could help with the development of the domestic service industry. Because we are talking about a very, very、uh, expanding and lucrative market here.、Mm. Yeah, and Li, just now I saw that you seem to have some second thoughts about <laughs> what this program is about. And could you enlighten us with that? Yeah, of course. Well, to be honest, I'm really interested in it, and I really want you know such education about home economics can be part of the primary education actually, because when you talk about home economics, 
it's really actually a very very huge science. It covers a lot of right practical and essential life skills such as cooking, nutrition, budgeting, uh, time management, and、uh, child raising, and everything. Think about that could be very practical and essential skills that you could use in everyday life. So that's why in some countries, actually, they are providing such courses, including in their primary education system. And meantime, I think when we are talking about such skills, especially when it comes to domestic workers, a very typical and a very traditional image is. Say a nanny in their forties or fifties, and also for employers、uh, as regular customers. When we are looking for domestic workers, we are also looking for someone in their forties or fifties because we think they have more real life experiences and they have been working in the industry for a long period of time, so they are much more professional. Um, the major reason is that there isn't really a, a, a very professional and authorized、um, path for those people who are interested in the profession to learn to learn professional knowledge about how to be a domestic worker. So I think if we are going to build such psychology majors or say vocational education programs in this sector, we are really bringing more opportunities for people out there who are interested in say become. Becoming a domestic worker and who want to learn more professional knowledge in the system. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, and I think it reflects、um, what the market、uh, is going in that direction, so to speak.、Um, but for let's say、um, an average person, let's just say、um, you're looking for an IE or this、uh, mm. domestic helper who can come into your home and do the cleaning、um, and maybe make a meal. How hard can it be? I think that's one question. A, a, a lot of people are going to be like, "Okay, well, then if you get an extra degree, does that mean that you're going to charge me more as well? And how hard can it be with that work?" Another question could be, "Well, look at our market demand these days. It's far more diversified than it used to be. So, when we talk about domestic work, we could be talking about the USL. So that is a person.、Um, that's the postpartum care nanny who takes care of the mom and the baby." Uh, or the infant just one month after birth, and also you got the、um, the kind of nanny who only looks after the baby, like、um, the, the kid. She's probably not going to be happy if you ask her to、mm. also do the cleaning and the cooking. So you have like these different types of domestic work that we're talking about here, and、um, for let's say looking after a newborn and. A kid, maybe one could say that requires more specialized knowledge in that specific strand of domestic work, and then、mm. maybe more knowledge, specified knowledge is is necessary or would be really good, and you can charge more in that sense. But、um, you know, for the cleaning and the cooking,、mm. um, yeah, like people might have different ideas about、yeah. where you're trying to get at. College. Yeah, I guess if you are a nanny and you are supposed to, you you receive this order from your client to, for example, perform a cooking in their in their kitchen, then I guess you need to have some basic knowledge and expertise regarding nutritional studies. That's for sure, because、uh, today's、uh, middle class people in urban area in, in living in cities, they they attach a lot of 
uh, importance to nutrition and balance the diet. That's for sure. And uh, you know, I have um, me and my wife have actually personally hired some some really decent um, workers to help us sort out. Uh, the order in our bedroom, in our home organizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home organizer, including the wardrobe, right? In order to make everything look really arranged in a in a in a very orderly manner, and every setting, uh, the uh, you know the arrangement make make you feel really uh, pleasant every time you you come back home. You see this arrangement, how everything is being set. Yeah, you, you you look very pleasant, and I think in this particular area, you need to have a lot a, a lot of um, knowledge and basic um, education level regarding, say, psychological studies, and yeah, really psychological studies. That yeah. you you make it sound like it's work that requires a PhD, but somehow in my mind <laughs> it's like mm, maybe it, yeah, it's probably not, really. not PhD, <laughs> but some basic knowledge on psychology is very necessary. That's what I have learned by talking to these workers、oh. personally. So, so your own Marie Kondo,、hmm. who comes into your house and works for is it a couple of hours? What about like the a whole day? A whole like, day. A whole day. What about the fee? You don't need to say the exact number if you don't feel comfortable about、uh, it. But yeah, is it expensive? It's yeah. It's um. I, it's I'm not in a position、it? to judge whether it's expensive or affordable. But really, I feel like、uh, that's a price me and my wife are willing to pay、Great. for the sake of, you know, pleasant feeling. Lovely. <laughs> well, it sounds like everybody's happy with that deal. Yeah, actually, you know that's quite interesting because although、um, me and my husband we don't already have a kid right now, so we don't already have a huge demand for you know nannies or babysitters. But I always you know, you know, learn from my colleagues with、uh, babies or senior people and、uh, in the family. They're telling me that it's really hard to find a good. Domestic worker、mm. or a good nanny, and、uh, but the very interesting th- thing is that in the market there are a lot of domestic workers、uh, in China. That is a huge market. Yet for the cus- the customers, let's put put it in that way, it's still very hard to find a professional and satisfying nanny. Of course, on the one hand, you can argue that、uh, domestic work service is quite personalized. It's really hard to you know cater to every person's preference or their demand. Demand. But the other thing is that I think in the past or still right now, the market is really not regulated, and also there's a lack of very professional agency in the market. And so when we are looking for nannies and domestic workers, you can only rely on say、uh, introduction from acquaintances, and、uh, that's not really a very professional and healthy and sustainable way to do that. So that's why I think we are really trying to build a system. And the first step is maybe by offering such education programs to you know maybe attract more people to come in the industry, and maybe then we can build the industry. Yeah, what you're、uh, also when you introduced this uh, uh, education program. I believe you mentioned that the、uh, graduates are in their mid forties,、mm-hmm. uh, mostly women. So, in a way, maybe this is、um, a, a really practical thing that these are people who've already worked in the industry and they feel that maybe they want to reshape their identity, add、um, some sparks to the CV, and also、um, it's like going back to school to get some. Institutionalized or 
professional training, uh, also theoretical training, and mm-hmm. uh, and then come back to the domestic workforce, and um, that would. Um, probably make them feel more comfortable to ask for a raise as well. So this is very different from, let's say, you know, an 18-year-old to go into college and say, oh, this is the degree that I'm getting. So, um, yeah, I think we're not necessarily there yet mm. in terms of saying um, this is this is more, yeah, this st- still sounds a little bit more like vocational and trade school to me than the traditional perception of an undergraduate degree. But for those who work in this industry, um, it seems like there has been um, there has been a change in their salary as well, because it seems like people are earning a bit more than they used to. And this is definitely a fast growing market. Mm. So um, let's take a look at the domestic service industry in China. And do you think that um, there are some interesting changes that's worth our attention now? Yeah, definitely. On one hand, there is a growing market because um, data from this industry analysis uh, company called ReportRC.com, I guess, shows that the size of China's domestic service market has grown by nearly fourfold from about 277 billion yuan back in 2015 to over 1 trillion yuan in 2021. And this trend will continue with the market projected to reach uh, somewhere around 1.1 trillion yuan by the end of this year. And yeah, I guess in 2019, housekeepers in major cities like Beijing and Shanghai, Guangzhou, Back then, they they were already able to reporting an average monthly income of up to eighty nine hundred yuan. That's close to thirteen hundred U.S. dollars. I guess this level of um, salary or income is already on par with, if not better than that of many, you know, decent uh, white collar urban dwellers. So, yeah, you so, think so? Uh huh. Well, at, at least uh, it's it's not. At least I would say it's a pretty competitive salary. And well. also, like if you look at the uh, listings on a lot of these platforms, which you can f- fire up using your smartphone, um, there mm. usually uh, there are plenty of apps that can help you hail and uh, how a housekeeper and IE as such. Um, I've checked some of these listings, and it goes up to like 8,000 yuan per month. And these are live-in nannies. So they also, they take care of kids. And uh, and salaries above that in big cities are not unheard of. So now it seems like really for those who can hire a live-in nanny or, yeah, this, this is not just the housekeeping job, I suppose. Um, it really sounds like you need to be a pretty wealthy um, household to be able mm. to afford that. And, well, maybe that's a good thing. And that's just how the um, job market and workforce 
works. Um, yes, and I think, as you said, um, to hire a domestic worker, especially in big cities in China, can be really expensive. But meantime, you are really observing a huge lack of, say, a huge demand for domestic workers currently in China. According to data, the market still needs 20 million more domestic workers, especially those with professional qualifications. And I think, uh, on the one hand, you, you can talk about, you know, more families are getting more wealthier, can be able to hire domestic workers. But meantime, of course, the Chinese society is, is aging rapidly. I mean, um, there can be huge demand for elderly care uh, services as well in those families, especially in big cities. So that is also, uh, I think, offering new opportunities. And meantime, I think, uh, as Ting Hong said, beyond offering better salaries for domestic workers, I think to build a more systematic um, sector can also help those domestic workers to chase for more, say, various career paths. Because as you said also, uh, Heyang, I think the market is getting more diversified. We're not only talking about domestic workers. Maybe they can also be a nu- nutritionist. They can also be a diet. They can also be, say, a family therapist if they have enough psychological knowledge. So there can be like various opportunities out there provided for those domestic workers, I would say. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. But also if um, I mean, if you really have some like uh, mental health issues, would you trust a stay in? I don't know. I think I I, I would I I think a lot of if you really have those kind of issues, probably go to the uh, the hospital for doctors. But. But anyway, I mean, I understand that if you have these like professional knowledge in different areas in life, then it becomes in handy and that becomes a, a strong suit that maybe one can, it's a good point to hire a person like yeah, that. Yeah, um, I get your point. Actually, I think that is because domestic or home economics here in China is still at its very initial phase. We are still like offering very practical knowledge for those people who are willing to become domestic workers in the market. But that means, for example, in Finland, actually, they have been providing such uh, home economics education for years, both in co- in colleges and also in primary schools and secondary schools. And now when you are looking at those, say, home economics majors in universities, they are evolving into more majors, for example, like culture, for example, like education of nutrition and food, consumer education, em- environmental education, and family education. So that is a very diversified system of knowledge being taught in, say, a huge sector of home economics. Right. But also, I wonder how practical or how, you know, how, how realistic is it to hire someone to come into your home or live in w- with you to provide those kind of services in those countries? Because we know, like, labor is so extremely expensive, let's say, in countries like Finland or the UK or the US. And, you know, when when people talk about, like, domestic work, a lot of the times, most families are not able to hire a person. You simply don't have that much money. Like, hiring a nanny is expensive enough. And usually in America, that exists by hour, like a babysitter comes in your home by an hour or such and anything more than that is like such a huge financial burden. So I think in a way when we look at the Chinese economy and also just look at um, well countries that are rich in providing uh, 
such called uh, domestic help. It's countries with maybe a huge population and definitely with the lower labor cost in comparison to some of the OECD countries in, yeah. in, in that aspect of things. But certainly, we talked about social stigma. There's uh, that that's a big issue that I think there's generally I think that discussion about uh, associated with the so-called blue collar vocation mm-hmm. anyway, and also um, with our um, overall population trends uh, or demographic trends, um, even with the domestic labors. Um, in in the workforce, they could be growing old quite fast as well. And that's also another issue that we're facing. Yeah, I think policy-wise, it's always a, under any circumstances, it's always something positive for policymakers to try to encourage um, blue-collar workers Mm -hmm. to continue their education, seek higher level of education. For example, According to the Shanghai Home Service Industry Association, there were some 750,000 employees in the home service industry in the city of Shanghai. Among these people, only less than 5% have an associate college degree or higher education qualifications. So overall, the education level remains relatively low. I noticed there is one such case where I graduate from this particular program in Shanghai University, Shanghai Open University rather, has actually been working in this particular industry for more than a decade. And uh, she has been dreaming about go going to college, yeah. going to university when she was a child, but due to some reasons that she didn't. Yeah. yeah. I have one last question for you guys, and I know there's only so much time we have. Um, when we talk about sh- uh, shedding that undeserved stigma towards those who work in the manual labor industry, what do you think might be a quick fix? Because you only have a quick answer here. Well, personally, I, I, I don't really think there is there can be a quick fix. Um, I think it really needs generations of people who are working to change the mindset. But I think there can always be something to, to do for us. For example, to understand that domestic worker is beyond cleaning the house can yeah. be a very good step. And mm-hmm. also it can be very professional. And also, I think having a higher wage, which is happening, that's definitely one good start. And I don't see any moms disrespecting their nannies who are taking their kid, uh, taking care of their kid. And we'll be back after this break. Stay tuned.